The most common reason I get from students who want to become a social media manager, the most common reason they want to do it is the freedom. And so often the word digital nomad comes up. People love this idea of being able to work from anywhere in the world, having no location to depend on, being able to live in Bali, Portugal, all of these amazing places while still running their business and making a living. And I have students, I have a student actually who graduated the Dishing Up Digital School a couple of months ago, who is now moving to Thailand with her boyfriend. She's handed in her resignation. She's about to move. It's so exciting. And I thought this would be a great topic to address on the podcast. And I was actually just looking up some very interesting statistics around digital nomads, right? Listen to this. In 2018, there were 4.8 million people in the US who called themselves a digital nomad. That was 2018. This is a study by Project Untethered, by the way. 2020, that number had doubled to 10.9 million. This is a hugely growing industry. It's so exciting to see. And today, I have a very special guest that we're going to be interviewing. Today, Shannon is coming onto the podcast. She is a, an amazing online entrepreneur that I have followed for almost my entire journey as a business owner. We connected very early on through a Facebook group, and I just gelled with her vision, her brand, everything that she was about. And of course, one thing I really loved was her move to Bali. She picked up her life and moved to Bali and she runs her business from there now and is living living the dream. And I thought it would be fantastic to have Shannon come onto the podcast and talk all about being a digital nomad and also the realities of it, the tips, her advice, how to get yourself set up, what her world is really like, and just give us a little bit of an insight from someone who was really, truly living the digital nomad lifestyle. So I'm so excited for this interview. I've just recorded it, just got off the Zoom call with Shannon, and it was incredible. So I hope you can stay tuned, listen to the full episode. If you enjoyed it, please make sure that you share it on your Instagram, tag myself and Shannon, and we would love to see it. And yeah, get ready to write down some notes. This is a fantastic episode. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Okay, Shannon, how about we start off by you just telling us a little bit about yourself, your business, how you got started, sort of check in with the people listening and so they can get to know you. Yeah, awesome. So I am Shannon, obviously. I am actually currently based in Bali, Indonesia, as we record this podcast. Um, but I'm actually a business and marketing coach. So my entrepreneurial journey kind of got started my senior year of college. So, you know, growing up, I had always been told to do the whole like good grades in high school, go to a good university, climb the corporate ladder, like that whole shebang. But my senior quarter, I really just realized that I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life, which I think so many people can really relate to. But I also just knew that I was going to be graduating soon and kind of just receiving that piece of paper that just said business degree on it. And that was it. 
And I remember one night I was kind of just scrolling on Facebook. I was definitely procrastinating from like actually studying for my finals, which was very typical of me. (laughs) And I came across the bucket list bombshell ad who are actually two women. If those in the audience don't actually know who the bucket list bombshells are, they're two women who actually built an online service-based business together. They actually started traveling the world and they're really teaching other women how to do the same via their own online courses. So I immediately like bought their courses. And then that day I really realized that, that there was actually like that alternative to climbing that whole corporate ladder that I just really only grown up knowing. And so that day I was just really introduced to the whole laptop lifestyle. And so everything just kind of tumbled from there. But after I finished the courses in my last quarter at university, I actually still ended up doing that whole corporate route that's just really what I was told all growing up. And I just didn't really know how to actually take the skills that I had learned from those courses and actually make a business out of it. Nor did I really think that like design and tech was really for me at the time. So right after I finished my last final, I actually ended up moving down to San Diego. I landed a sales position at a real estate investing company where I was essentially cold calling and, you know, not smiling, but dialing all day long. (laughs) And my job was like pretty much just call like all of these leads that they handed us on like an Excel sheet, like there's hundreds. And they really just told us like, you know, call all these people on this list and talk to them about their current positions their financial situations, their goals, and why they really wanted to get into real estate investing in the first place. And so that was really the job that I realized like, wow, people are so unhappy in their jobs, in their lives, um, how so many of them had just kind of like worked at that same job for 20 to 30 years, despite absolutely hating it, how they realized like way too late that their 401k later on just wasn't going to cut it for retirement. And like the common theme that I just kept kind of seeing was that so many of these people, whether they were 20, 40, 60 years old, they all kind of just regretted not going after their dreams way earlier on in life, which is funny to say at a 20 year old, but like I spoke to so many like 29 year olds and they're like, yeah, I'm just really unhappy at my position. I wish I had taken a different route way earlier on. So that job really opened up my eyes to like the whole corporate world and how so many people were really miserable with their day-to-day lives. And I really knew I just did not want to climb the corporate world or corporate ladder for the rest of my life. And that eventually I did really want to live the laptop lifestyle and start my own online business, but I still didn't know like what that business would actually be. So I had actually taken a couple marketing internships in like high school and college. And I was like, okay, maybe this is what I'm passionate about. Like, let's give it a try. And so I ended up actually getting a position for a startup Instagram marketing company in San Diego. And then from there, that's kind of where all these like light bulbs (laughs) went off. And then every month I actually ended up talking to hundreds of small business owners and I really just helped them optimize their Instagram accounts to actually increase their following and actually help them convert their followers into clients. And so that's really when I realized like, hey, I actually really enjoy helping these business owners actually market themselves on Instagram. Why don't I actually end up, you know, taking these skills and really turning it into my own online business? So I actually ended up quitting that job for various reasons, but the main ones were really like I could no longer longer take the constant anxiety that job caused. I really just wanted way more out of my life than working a nine to five. And I just wanted to be able to that, you know, to really have that freedom to travel. I had that travel bug way earlier on when I was younger. And I just really wanted to be able to take more than two weeks of PTO a year. So I ended up kicking my cubicle. I moved clear across the country for my boyfriend at the time. I know that you know this side of the story, Ellen. It's my favorite part. Yes. <laughs> it sounds but really yeah, bad, but... <laughs> I know. And so he had, I feel like I have to explain to the listeners. It's my favorite part. 
part because I relate yeah. to Shannon and that yeah. we have such similar stories or else that sounds really savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I understood it, but yeah, I get that. Um, so yeah, I ended up kicking my cubicle. I moved clear across the country for my boyfriend at the time. He had gotten stationed there, but you know, right out of college, I was very stubborn. I was like, nope, I'm not moving there. Like I'm going to go to San Diego. But then I realized like, Hey, I'm actually not passionate about this. Like how about I finally move and start my business. And then I actually got a part-time babysitting position. And then I really dove into like courses. You know, I bought Vanessa Lau's course and I like just dove into all things podcasts. Like every day I was listening to podcasts left and right. Right. And I was really just trying to further my business education. So very long story short, right before Christmas of, you know, all timing, I actually found out that the guy that I had moved those 3000 miles for had actually been cheating on me for months. So I ended up just packing all my things. I walked out of our apartment door and I ended up booking a one-way ticket to Bali. So my friends call it the whole like eat, pray, love approach. But I launched my online business and I really started out by giving Instagram consultations to small business owners. And then really just helping them actually market themselves online. And then from there, I actually ended up like pivoting to coaching. So today, that's exactly what I do is I now actually help early stage VAs, social media managers, as well as designers actually get visible, craft that marketing strategy that actually converts and really help them live the laptop lifestyle, whatever that actually looks like for them. So yeah, that's my story in a little nutshell there. I love it. And I think this is why I love your content and your Instagram page so much. And it's because, as I said, I feel like we have little parallel stories. Like we're from a parallel world. And it was also my dream to live that digital nomad life. Unfortunately, COVID interrupted that. I had flights ready to go May 2020 and go spend a month in Bali, see how I liked it. I think Bali's a bit of a go-to place. But there's something about the words digital nomad that just has some magic to it. Like, I don't know about you, but when I first had that penny drop moment that was like, oh my gosh, you mean I don't have to live in an office? You don't live, I mean work, but you're basically <laughs> living there because it's your whole life. And I could actually travel the world and work. It's just such a, a cool, amazing concept. Why do you think it, it's become so popular and, and become such a dream for so many people all across the world? Like you just constantly hear it. And I think especially in Bali, there's such a hub of digital nomads as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's really become like super popular, obviously since the pandemic hit, as people are just kind of realizing like more and more that they really crave that like location independence, that they don't necessarily actually need to be in an office to get that job done. Obviously with COVID, like people are just realizing that more and more and they really crave more freedom and flexibility. And they really want to be able to travel more than that, you know, PTO allows them to do and really just have more control over their own lives. So I think people are really just starting to realize that this whole traditional corporate path is just not their only option. And I think in the past, that's kind of what people have always been told like this is the only option you have to go this route but like social media has truly opened like this huge door of opportunities for people and they're really starting to take advantage of it which is so neat to see but with social media you can truly build your own online business you can actually market yourself for free I might add and really start attracting clients from really anywhere in the world so that's really why we've kind of seen like this boom in digital nomads is because people are really realizing that they they don't actually have to be confined to a cubicle. They can really take their work actually remotely, or they can actually start their own online businesses and truly have that freedom to work from wherever. And I think the reason why so many people actually try and stick to it is that it's really hard, or at least in my opinion, to actually go from having this like 
freedom lifestyle and working from anywhere in the world that you want to then being confined to an office space or a cubicle again. So this is a horrible analogy, but it's kind of like riding a bike. And once you've actually learned how to do it, you can't really unlearn it. I know that's like a really bad analogy. <laughs> I love but that's it. Kind of my perspective of why I personally would really never want to go back to the corporate world just for, you know, me personally, just because I've actually already taken this route and I love it. And I really just realized that I truly thrive in this environment and I just did not thrive in the corporate environment. So I think that's just really why there's this huge shift now. It's so interesting that you bring up COVID as well, because I feel like that's accelerated the whole industry because I know from like my perspective, digital nomad, that whole career lifestyle has been around for a while. A couple of years ago, it was definitely something if you were in the online industry and you knew about, you were aware of, but I think it did have like an almost hippie feel to it for anyone outside of it. It was like, you know, if I talked to that to my parents, they'd be like, that's weird. What do you mean? You want to go out and live in a van and work on your computer? But these days it's a little more normal. And I also think, you know, there's a lot of companies who are almost being forced to adapt to working remotely and it's Mm -hmm. sort of accelerated that ability. But in saying that, I think there are a few things that people need to think about when they specifically have the goal of becoming a digital nomad. So I was wondering if you could share a couple of things people specifically need to think about if they want to start, you know, an online digital nomad business. Because I know it's one thing to start an online business. It's another thing to start something that has that flexibility and allows you to truly work from anywhere in the world. Yeah, definitely. So something that I kind of already tell my own clients is that they first really need to think and like have a very clear vision on what they actually want their lifestyle to look like so that they can truly build a business that actually supports that. Because so many people nowadays kind of make these general statements that they, you know, want to travel the world, they want to make, you know, loads of money, they want to make millions of dollars, have nice things, etc. But that's just really not going to cut it. Like you need to be very specific on what this lifestyle is actually going to look like for you, you know, how many days a week you actually want to be working, where do you actually want to be working from? Do you actually want to be traveling full time? Or do you just want a home base? Like there's just so many things to kind of, you know, think about and actually get clear about so that you can truly build a business that actually supports that lifestyle that you specifically want, not what everyone else wants, or what you see on social media, but truly what you actually want and what's going to work best for you. Because you know, something that happened to me is that I saw all these people traveling, you know, all the dang time. And obviously COVID hit and that has very much impacted what my plans were. But I realized that I really love slow traveling. Like I am just not somebody who can go, go, go. I will get burnt out very, very fast. So that's something that, you know, I realized that this kind of lifestyle works for me. I like kind of traveling very slow, you know, going from Bali, hopefully going somewhere else, but not going from one country to the next, like week after week. But the next thing to really think about is flexibility. So really thinking about, okay, what business am I actually going to build that actually allows me to become a digital nomad? I know we talked about this a little bit in the DMs and really work from wherever because so many people really want this lifestyle so they can really start to look at what everyone, or they kind of really start to look at what everyone is doing on social media and they see all these entrepreneurs really offering like online courses, digital or physical products, et cetera, which is great. But the reason I really encourage people to just really start with that service-based business first 
is because it is honestly one of the best places to start. It actually provides huge flexibility and is actually going to really give you a huge advantage in the future as well. Because with a service-based business, you can actually build a very successful and a very profitable business for just a small audience. And I think a lot of people don't actually realize that. Like you do not need hundreds of thousands or even thousands of followers on Instagram or wherever you choose to build it in order to really have a successful business. And there are also a lot less startup costs and like say a product-based business and it's going to be much easier for you to actually go ahead and travel the world and live that digital nomad lifestyle when you don't actually have like these physical products to kind of lug around or ship out it's going to be very difficult to bring those in your suitcase um, and lastly, having a service-based business first will really allow you to go ahead and actually establish your own brand, build your authority and your presence online. And then from there, you can actually later offer those digital products if you choose, such as like a course or have that passive income coming in. And third is just to kind of go ahead and plan ahead. So I know this is kind of sounds basic, but like something is that like so many people kind of look on Instagram and it kind of makes it seem that being a digital nomad and traveling the world is like easy, breezy, beautiful, but there's so <laughs> much planning that really goes on behind the scenes that you just do not see. And I know for me personally, like I did really do the last minute planning as I didn't exactly anticipate getting cheated on, but it's really important to kind of like get organized and actually prepare before you just get up and move across the country. Like you do really need to plan for like travel mishaps, travel insurance, visas, making sure that you actually have documents of your passport because I've needed them on multiple occasions, um, having backup credit cards and debit cards, like take it from somebody who left their debit card in the machine and had to frantically call my bank. Like you definitely need to have backups. You really want, you know, looking up like vaccines, especially now with the whole pandemic going on, a lot of countries aren't actually letting you in unless you've had that vaccine or certain shots. Wi-Fi is also a big one. So that's something that I definitely looked into because Bali is very well known for being a digital nomad hub, having pretty reliable internet. So just making sure that those are all like things that you're actually considering and really just planning ahead and taking the time to say, okay, what do I actually need in this country to first get in? How do I actually stay here? How long can I actually stay? Like, do I have an emergency backup fund? Like all these different things to kind of think about. Mm, it's definitely not as easy as Instagram would sell the dream <laughs> to us to be. And I love what you brought up there talking about how service-based businesses is just, just a great place to start. Because I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. And I was having this conversation with, with one of my private students last week, actually. And I was saying how my goal isn't to forever be a social media manager, right? For me, I'm just like, it's the perfect starting point. I learn all the basics of building a brand, building a brand online, marketing myself, marketing a business, and all of these fantastic skills that I can pick up and take with me to any other business. And we were discussing how, like with my, my client, how like one day she'd love to move into more influencer marketing and sponsorships and possibly start her own range of products as well. And I just thought it was so cool that she's already forward thinking about that. And she has those dreams because so many people look at social media management, a virtual assistant, you know, these digital jobs, and they're like, oh, that doesn't seem like that exciting or oh, I don't want to do that forever. But for me, if if that's your thinking, social media management can just be the launch pad for so many awesome things and to to help you fund so many other awesome dreams as well, which I love. So I love that you talked about that. I was like, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
So my next question, actually, I didn't get, I didn't send you this question, but as you were talking, I, I kind of wanted to touch on this. It's a little bit off topic of digital nomads, but you, you talked about your, the end of your relationship and your, oh your breakup. <laughs> yes. and I have to ask about it because I've done a podcast episode all about my own breakup yes. as well. And I think so many women relate to it and it's kind of relationships intertwine so much with our business. I wanted to know, do you feel like looking back now, that was a moment that was meant to happen for you? Do you feel like that's what pushed you into your business now and your success now? Yeah, definitely. Probably 100%. I mean, I definitely, like, as I had mentioned, like, I saw the bucket list bombshells. I knew that, like, I wanted this business someday, but I really think, and, like, I hope this doesn't sound me, but I really do think that the relationship was kind of holding me back because he was in the military and I was like, okay, I really love this guy. I'll really pursue this path. And so I think for me, I was just really holding myself back because, you know, the military is obviously very structured and it's, you know, it's just not, doesn't give you as much freedom. You know, you have to always tell them when you want to travel the world, they have to kind of sign off on it, just like a corporate job. And for me, I was like, you know what, this just really what I wanted. And so when I found out that I got cheated on, it wasn't a relief, but I think it was like, okay, I'm actually realizing a, obviously this relationship was not working clearly. Um, and B like, this is like kind of the kick in the butt that I needed to go ahead and pursue my business. So yes, to answer your question, I really think that I needed that as awful and as terrible as that was like I needed that experience to say hey Shannon like you have not been putting yourself or your dreams first like this is your chance to go full force especially like you were super young you just you know had all these skills from the Instagram marketing company why don't you go ahead and take them and build your own business so I definitely think that that was like the kick in the butt that I needed to go ahead and pursue my business to answer your question. Yeah, I love that. And I definitely agree with you, like going through a situation, whether it's a breakup, whether it's an end of a friendship or just some other big life change, they're never experiences we like to go through, right? Like I always look at my breakup, even now I'm like, oh, some of those things still hurt. It's still something that I'm like, I wish I didn't have to have gone through that. But on reflection, I also say completely different side of the table. I also say it's the best thing that's ever happened to me because of the results and the growth that came from it. But I guess that's the thing with starting a business and not just starting a business, but also just moving countries and deciding I'm going to do this and also be in a completely new country with a new language and new currencies and all of those little things you have to learn about when you move. I think it takes serious guts. That's the thing. eh? You know, you, you can't just play small. You have to take that leap. You have to walk away from your life and and take on this new challenge. Was there any moment when you arrived in Bali that you were like, Oh my gosh, I need to go home. Cause I know you, you decided to stay even when COVID happened, you were like, nah, guys, I'm, I'm cool here. (laughs) Yeah. There was definitely a moment that I was panicking. (laughs) Uh, Cause I had just, I got to Bali at the very end of January. And so, you know, the pandemic kind of hit basically around that time, or that's kind of when the world started panicking, or at least in March was kind of when like everybody was panicking. And so I just got into Bali. I had obviously just gotten cheated on. I was so heartbroken, but I was like, Noah, I want to make this business work. And so I was really just trying to figure out how can I stay in the country because I don't want to go back to the U.S. Like while I have family in the U.S., like I had just moved out of the apartment. There wasn't really that many places to go. Obviously, I could get an apartment in San Diego, but I was like, why do I want to pay thousands of dollars to be stuck inside, um, you know, all day long, which obviously it still had to do. But 
I really, yeah, I really panicked. Like March was just kind of when everything hit. I was actually supposed to go to Singapore to do like a visa run. And then that's when Singapore announced like you're going to have to quarantine for 14 days and potentially be stuck in the country. And I was like, oh my God, no, I can't do this. Especially because Singapore is like really expensive with hotels and things. And so I actually ended up making a last minute like emergency visa run to uh, Kuala Lumpur. And I got there at one in the morning. I slept for a couple hours and then I immediately got on a plane back to Bali. And that was the most stressful trip I have ever taken. Like my anxiety was to the max. Um, But I got back into the country and I really... I was really, really grateful that I had actually met a few friends at like Dojo Coworking. That is honestly the only reason that I stayed in Bali was because I met these people and I was like, okay, if worst comes to worst, you know, and I'm stuck in Bali or I'm stuck in, you know, whatever situation comes my way in Bali, at least I know two people in this country and I can make it work. So that's exactly what happened and very grateful I stayed. I love it. I remember actually seeing your Instagram stories around like March or April and, and you were doing like a Q&A or something and someone asked like, are you going to come back to the US? And you posted yeah. a photo of like your view at the beach, like having a picnic or something. And you were like, I think I'd be r- rather be locked down here, mate. And I was just like sitting there like clapping my hands like, yes, Shannon, like live your best life. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. It's awesome. And and just, I think I want to round out the interview here because I don't want it to be too long. So just to finish up with one last question, what for you is the best piece of advice you can give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps, who loves the sound of being a digital nomad, despite the challenges, what advice could you give to them today? Yeah. So I think my best piece of advice is to really just start taking, you know, some kind of action today, even if it's just the smallest step forward, it is still a step. Um, Something I actually posted on my Instagram yesterday is that you really do not need to have like all of the answers in order to go ahead and start your own business, but you really do need to take that daily action and show up. So something that really held me back for months was that I really thought I needed to know everything under the sun in order to go ahead and start my business. But what I really needed to do was just like take that messy action, start putting myself out there and really figure it out along the way. Because the truth is, is that every single entrepreneur that you see, whether it's somebody in the early stages of their business or it's Jenna Kutcher or Gary Vee, like they are literally all just figuring it out along the way. And I think realizing that really helps kind of, you know, jumping into this whole online space and the entrepreneurial space feel a lot easier and a lot less intimidating. So that would really be my advice to just kind of go for it and start taking that action today. I love that. And it's so true. It's something that I talk about with my students a lot. I always say like, I might look like I have my life together, but I really don't. Like you said, it's so (laughs) much of people just, or so much of entrepreneurs just making things up as they go along or just taking action as things come their way. Maybe not necessarily making it up because that kind of makes it sound like we're we're not doing much over here. But I think (laughs) Looking back to to when I first started, I think I was kind of lucky in that I hadn't followed a huge amount of online entrepreneurs yet. So I kind of had this like sense of blindness going into it. And I just jumped in and was like, oh yeah, let's give this a shot. And then it was all the questions and thing that kind of popped up along my journey. But it, it blows my mind sometimes, uh, some of the students I work with and the level of questions that they come to me with. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't think about this stuff when I started. Like you guys are switched on. But at the same time, those questions and those wanting to get everything right, that can be your downfall, as you just said. 
Exactly. And I think clarity, like, I mean, obviously we both know this, but like clarity really does come from that action. Like you're never really going to fully know what you want. Like I did not know exactly what business I wanted until I started putting myself out there and I started doing Instagram, you know, consulting pretty much. Then I was like, cool. I really love working with these types of business owners. How can I help them in more of like a one-on-one capacity? And so I really do think like you just have to start putting yourself out there, like get your feet wet, try it out and really kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Shannon. I hope one day we can meet up soon. Maybe it's Bali. Do you have plans actually for like another country you would love to live in in a post-COVID world? <laughs> um, I honestly really wanted to go to Australia. I'm so close <laughs> so to I, me. <laughs> you know, I just don't know when they're going to open up. So that is the plan. Eventually, I would really love to live there for a little bit. Yeah, Australia is having a bit of a rough time with COVID at the moment, but New Zealand is doing pretty good. So maybe we're like close enough, you know, just come hang out here. We're we're a little bit smaller, but we're fun. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to go to New Zealand too. So if you guys are open and I can finally get the shot somehow, I'm like still on like a Google Doc waiting list. I'm not really. (laughs) Yeah, so I gotta figure that out, but I would love to someday. I suppose that's the struggle with being in Bali is they don't have the the vaccination rollouts that other other big countries no, have. Not. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your knowledge. Where can everyone follow you if they've just fallen in love with you and your story and want to work with you and want to see more of your content? Oh, thank you. Well, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube. I will be back to posting videos soon. Just kind of taking a pause with the TSA launch. Um, but at Shannon Siegel, I actually have like a free resource. If you want to check it out, it's called the Kickstart Your Laptop Life. You can grab it in the link in my bio, but it's essentially like a three-part video series where I walk you through like the key things that you should really be focusing on first in order to launch your own online service-based business, stand out in your space and live the laptop lifestyle. So if you are interested, by all means, check it out but I would love to connect with you on either platform so don't hesitate to reach out slide into my dms you can ask me as many questions about Bali being a digital nomad relationships I mean I'm obviously not the expert but whatever you want to ask me about feel free to slide into my dms I would love to connect with you I love it and for everyone listening we will have Shannon's Instagram all hyperlinked and ready to go in the show notes even if you don't know what you're doing with your business yet you can just follow Shannon for really pretty pictures of Bali and just live vicariously (laughs) through her like I do oh thank you so much awesome thank you Shannon I hope everyone listening has enjoyed the episode as much as I have and yeah good luck with everything Shannon I'm sure we'll be connecting probably in the next hour on our DMs when I'm like, you were so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Ellen. I have loved being here. Awesome. Bye, Shannon. Bye.